0: Here is season four of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Taylor, and I've been conversing with the mad podcaster. And quite frankly, he's very mad. We're going to try to find out why, so we'll take some questions from one of our live Twitter followers. Yes, ma'am. Please state your name and where you're from. Hi, my name is Felicia, and I'm from Hialeah. And I just don't understand why you're so mad. Like, what are you so mad about? Yo, first of all, first of all, you can't be asking me no questions. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, who the fuck is you? You uh, know what I mean? Me, like podcast, yeah, you can't be asking podcast. me no questions. This yeah, I'm gonna ma- tell you I'm mad. I'm 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 gonna tell you where I'm at. Like like they like these hosts out there, they in these million dollar studios. They dropping hot takes, you know what I mean? They got tea, they got all that shit. You, you know what I'm saying? Like language. I'm still living with my moms. I'm making podcasts. I ain't made no money yet. This is my fourth season, yo. This is my fourth season, and I ain't made a dime yet. This dude dropped one take, he make wild shows. That cold pizza show It was cool It was I. Right. I mean I got more John Blaze in that I mean I got John Blaze taste And, and they not even recognizing it They not even recognizing it And fuck is that yo Yo who is you to be asking me any question, Yo who is you I gots to talk I gots to tell how I feel I gots to talk about sports How I see it This goes out to you This goes out to you And you And you without to, to you. This was you. This you. And you. And you. But. Good evening. And welcome back to another edition of the My Team Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only, Dallin Thomas. Taylor. It is another beautiful day down here in my neighborhood. What neighborhood you ask that? That's South Florida. Don't you forget that. It's February 6th. I think we're looking at one of those lovely we at 76 degree nights I'm just saying there's not a cloud in the sky There's not a drop of moisture in the air Everything right now is looking fair and clear We got a whole lot to talk about today As we always do It's been a while since we met up But you know what I say Regardless of that time And regardless of the weather It's all. It's always a good time to talk some sports. So let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic, and I'm telling you, I really am a sports fanatic today. Because while we got Super Bowl to talk about, we got the NBA trades to talk about, we got the NBA All-Star Game to talk about, and everything else, can I just tell you guys how happy I am just to be speaking with you guys today? If you guys were wondering where I have been, I've been in the hospital. Oh, yeah, I know, I know, shocking. I've been in the hospital. I had a mini heart attack. I had what they call an acute heart attack. Whatever, whatever, whatever. I had a acute heart syndrome, acute coronary syndrome, whatever they want to call it. I had an artery that was blocked in two places. They had to rush your boy to the hospital. I spent the whole week there and some time. I mean, off for some time. they have been running tests. I mean, I've had so many goddamn needles in me that my fucking veins are still sore. But I am out now. With as clean a bill of health as one can imagine, two stints, some dietary changes, and I guess some more exercise, I don't know, it's one of the weird things, so in case you guys don't realize, like I'm only 37 years old, so I'm super young, you understand, Like when I was on that floor, they called me the baby on the floor for the for everybody that was getting this this heart procedure, so the age don't mean nothing. What do you ask, Auntie? Um, what what did you do to have all that shit happen to you? I burned both ends of the candles. Listen, man, I, I work hard and I play hard. Like I, I give my body like like three to four hours of sleep. I'm I'm I am I am super high energy. I, I I am as wired as they get sometimes. I'm I'm hyper than a motherfucker. I I've eaten eggs and some form of meat, whether it's bacon, Canadian bacon, sausage, just turkey, ham, whatever you can think of. But I've eaten eggs, cheese and some form of meat every day since for the last eighteen plus years since I joined the army back in nineteen ninety nine. <sighs> Salute to all my soldiers out there. And just had, and ep- had an episode. Had an episode where your boy had to be rushed to the hospital. They had to take. They had to look at him. Blood pressure was was super duper elevated. I mean, way too elevated. We're talking about like two hundred over one hundred twenty kind of shit. Like like yeah, I, I was. I I can't even see. I was seeing the white light because my head was pounding so hard. I couldn't see anything. Arm was going numb. Chest was hurting. Head was hurting. But your boys back. Everything is good. And just how it was important for me to take care of my health, I'm not gonna lie. I like, it was like I have to come back and talk some sports because talking sports is what we do. Like if, if we don't have the sports, then what are we doing? Like, like if you guys aren't over here coming to talk sports with me, or coming to listen to sports, then what are we doing? So listen, everybody that came and saw me. In the hospital, everybody that sent their condolences, everybody that sent their wishes, I really do appreciate it. I feel the love. I like, like I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of overwhelming to have all of that hassle be drawn upon you when you're just one person. Like it, it really, it really is, is heartwarming. It, It brings one of them little, um, like liquid duck things to my eye. Not not gonna lie, it puts one of those little things in my throat. So I I do appreciate it, all of you, Natalie. Darnell, Mia, and my like, the whole entire army fam, my whole entire Florida fam, like Tony, her daughters, like like everybody everywhere, like my roommates, my mothers, my fam, like everybody everywhere from coast to coast, from around the world, everybody in, in my Game of Thrones game, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give credit to even the people that I play an online game with called Game of Thrones Conquest, like those guys showed so much love to me, and during that time, we lost somebody too in that game, we actually lost somebody. To a disease and the way that 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 game like they everybody came together there just to show their love for them that was hot woman enough and then even somebody that wasn't passing and myself who was just in the hospital just recovering you know from some shit i i really did i really 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 did feel the love that was out there so i just wanted to take that time out to let everybody know In case you didn't hear me the first time, I always want everybody to know from the bottom of my heart... (laughs) Oh yes, I do, ooh, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, I do, ooh, ooh. So forgive your boy if I sound a little bit mellow than I normally do. I feel a little bit more mellow than I normally do. Like it's kind of shocking, and I know we're supposed to talk sports. So pardon me if I take a little bit of time out to talk about myself a little bit. I I really do feel mellow these days. Like and, and a different and a different kind of calm, almost like I'm consistently serving my energy now for a big event like if you're a naruto fan like you know how sakura stores all of her chi into that well i feel like i'm doing that now like like i'm building up my chi reserve now and 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 whenever it explodes i feel sorry for the motherfucker i gotta catch this raft you guys remember how i used to be when i first came to florida and i first got out the army like I, i needed to bust my gun off every year and if i didn't bust my gun off then my face needed to my fist needed to meet somebody's face I think I may have been wound up for some time, and and listen, listen, I do find it funny because none of my friends knew that I had an off switch. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Like this whole like trying to reserve energy thing, it it really, it really really really, really throws me back. I can't remember the last time that I had to be sober for that long when I was in the hospital. Hey, once again. Since the age of 18, basically since I got got out of um, AIT in, in the Army, I can't remember the last time I've been sober for more than 20, okay, let's say 48 to 72 hours. I can't remember the last time. And if you're wondering, hey, you deployed, hey, you went to the field, hey, you went. Don't get soldiers twisted. We find a way to get alcohol into everything. And I really do mean I'll find a way to get alcohol into every single thing that we do. so listen i may be a little reserved but i understand that there's nothing to be reserved about anymore there's been a lot of shit that's been happening today this this, this see there we go again it happened already it's happened already <laughs> that actually worked Hey, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. So let's get back to it. Yeah, so I, I've been, I've been, in, I've been a little reserved lately. I haven't had the podcast done. I've, I haven't done a lot of things that I normally do. And I've been, I've been on real, real. I've been watching my energy levels. I've been watching my me- my my mellowness. I've, I've been, I've been watching my output. So much so, like I said, my friends did not know that I had an off switch. And I mean, like, completely did not know that I had an off switch until we all finally met up to watch the Super Bowl. And at the Super Bowl, we all know what was there. It was Tom Brady and the New England Patriots with Bill Belichick versus the Los Angeles Rams and whoever the hell they have. And I say it that way for a particular reason, because, listen, outside of the names that you possibly know, like, nobody really showed up to this game. Just really weird. This is this this was probably one of the lowest scoring Super Bowls that we've had to witness in a very long time. Where there was only six total points scored through the third quarter. Going lead it into the fourth. Only six total points scored. Now, around this time is about the time that I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm 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 going. I'm I'm finished. I'm kaput. I'm not gonna stay here again and witness this because I'm kind of bored and also I'm feeling kind of mellow yellow. But I did tell myself that hey i guarantee you by the time i get home or by the time i get to my next destination but i said by the time i get home that the score of that game was probably going to be 24-3 new england now some may say i was greatly off but the way i do my math i wasn't that far off that's basically what i was telling myself is that i knew the new england Patriots were going to put up at least at least three more scores at least three more scores to this game to shut it out now I just thought they were all going to be touchdowns because based on how things were looking you know what happens eventually especially when we get to the fourth we get a heavy dose of the Gronk and if you can't handle the Gronk then you're about to get scored on so while there wasn't three more scores added on to the end of this game there were actually two more scores added on to the end of this game by the New England Patriots and that's all it is Took fourth quarter comes around, we get a touchdown by New England. Then, then to seal it out late in the game, we get another field goal by New England. And next, you know, we're looking at thirteen to three. We're flying about somewhere between two to four minutes left, and we understand this is a wrap at this point in time. There is no coming back because at this whole entire time through the whole entire game, you put up three points, and you're not the New England Patriots. You are. Not Tom Brady, and you don't have Gronk, and you're not gonna, and you don't have the kind of weapon that's gonna be able to get you through this game in the moments that it matters the most. So, let's just give you a little hint of how this game went. Tom Brady definitely did pass for like about two hundred something plus, or two fifty. Who knows how many yards, right? But the real, the real, 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 real caveat of this game and the Super Bowl that sucked. Listen, I'm, I'm so glad after this one that the Super Bowls will no longer be a lie. L-I, L-I-I, L-I-I-I. The number one thing about this game that, that that I guess stood out to me the most is that on a team that had Todd Gurley, who's supposed to be the baddest running back in the league, they, the whole entire the whole entire Los Angeles Rams were outran by Sony Mitchell, who put up 90 something yards. Total. Let that sink in. We're going to go to a break. When we come back, we're done with football. Mighty Sports Podcast. I'll let you hear me. I ain't where I was supposed to be. I'm sorry. I told you I've been sick. Find millions of textbooks and solutions on the go. Marvel at how seamlessly it fits into your daily student activities. Walking through the quad, shopping for groceries, exercising, doing your laundry, dominating at the county fair, mashing down a black diamond, going for a sunset horseback ride, devouring Danielle Steele's latest page turner, feeding the bears. Catching flying babies, letting loose with a gang, intergalactic lightsaber battle, saving an adorable puppy from a burning building, or simply in the classroom. Hmm. Find textbooks, read e-textbooks, and get guided solutions, all in one place. Chegg, improving the college experience, however you decide to live it. We are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Alain Taylor. Thank you for back for listening. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. That's all the football talk that we have for you guys. Because no one cares when the New England Patriots win a Super Bowl. I'm sorry. The storyline is a whole lot better. Red and better. Got that red and better. The game is a whole lot better when the New England Patriots lose. The story is a whole lot better when the New England Patriots lose, but they won. So we get stuck with the narrative that the New England Patriots won, and even in a, in a in a win, their fans are fighting each other and knocking each other out on the middle of the road. But that's what they do in New England. That's the reason why nobody really cares about them, the reason why nobody pays attention to them, and that's the reason why they had to steal their, their, their basketball name, um, name for Madison Square Garden, but they realized that you could never be Madison Square, so you just call yourself some punk-ass garden. But since we're talking about gardens and the NBA, let's switch over to some of this NBA talk. Because the NBA did something that for a second I didn't realize that they were doing. You guys probably didn't even hear that commercial, but it's okay, I don't want to back. But the NBA is doing something that they probably didn't even realize that they were doing. I didn't realize that they did. And that is, they switched up the trade deadline on me. And I hadn't realized it. I'm over here functioning by the old school rules. And the old school rules say that you don't start doing trades until after the All-Star break. Well, at least the trade deadline doesn't come till after the all-star break. But no 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 no. Look at All trades are coming out before the all-star. And listen, I part of me likes it. Because you know what it does? It gives te- it gives guys time to move. In, and and have a week off to do it. Unless you're an all-star. And for the most part, most all-stars aren't moving. For the most part, if you're an all-star or you're participating in this all-star game and you're moving. I can damn near guarantee one thing. You're not in Sunday's game. I'm just saying, if you're participating in All Star Weekend and you have been moved, I can pretty much damn Clay, his mama call him Clay, I'm gonna call him Clay. You can damn near you could damn near be certain And the people that's getting that's getting traded aren't gonna be in Sunday's game. The people that are being traded are usually probably in the three point contest maybe in a dunk contest in the skills contest and even in the rising stars challenge the mountain dew rising star challenge is being called this year so those are normally where you get your people that are being traded from and i'm telling you there's been a lot of trades there's been a lot a lot a lot a lot, a lot of trades one of the most active teams during this whole entire trade process has had, had to have been chicago The Chicago Bulls go from trading away Justin Holiday so they could get Marshawn Brooks, Wade Shelton, a 2019 and 2020 second round pick for Memphis. And then they turn around and they trade Melo to Houston for somebody. And then right before we come on the air, we had a Chicago traded Otto Porter Jr. Sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> they traded for Otto Porter Jr. An Otto Porter Jr. who watched it and said that they weren't going to trade just last week. But when money talks and you're rebuilding and somebody offers you Bobby Portis, Mr. Right Hook himself, Jabari Parker, now on his what third or fourth team and a second round pick, then you start looking at then you start looking at options. Especially when you figure, you know what? Not only are we gonna be bad this year for if you're watching because you're not even in a playoff hunt, but you gotta figure if you're struggling this year, you're definitely gonna struggle next year. So why keep all these players? And what do you mean, why are you going to struggle next year? Because John Wall is going to be out for a whole entire season. I know you say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That makes no sense. We just heard that John Wall had a little injury this year. He was just going to make this season. Are you telling me, Mr. John Wall. Isn't gonna be there next year, I and mean, yeah, that's exactly what I'm telling you. That John Wall, blood his Achilles, during his recovery, and is now to expected to miss the entire 2019-2020 season. Which is now Washington's gonna go through a whole another rebuild. This is gonna be oh, that's an offensive foul. Be careful, be careful, cousins. You're getting a little rough. I know you're getting frustrated. You're getting a little rough. Right now, I'm watching the San Antonio versus Golden State game. San Antonio is down to Golden State. 34-42 to 42 in Golden State. We have 8 minutes and 16 seconds left in the second quarter. We have the in ball inbounded to the top of the key to DeMarcus Cousins. Sean Lemonson takes it down the low block as he posts up. And we get a foul as DeMarcus Cousins cuts to the lane. But that foul is called before he can take a shot. Look like that's going to be another foul on Burton's. So Chicago has been really, 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 really busy this whole entire offseason, or this whole entire trade season. Another thing that's been busy has been Sacramento. Sacramento has been making some sneaky moves. Sacramento has been making some sneaky moves, and, and so is Dallas, by the way, because basically what just happened in a while is that Dallas, Dallas Mavericks just sent Harrison Barnes over to the Kings. The Kings recently sent Iman Shumpert over to Houston. Who's been another busy bee in this in this whole trade though So let's, let's give you a couple of these trades, right? That's happened. Early on, we had Washington doing a trade with Phoenix. That sent Trevor Ariza over to Washington. And Phoenix got Austin Rivers and Kelly Oubre. Austin Rivers and Kelly Oubre are two young talents in Phoenix. Or are two young talents in Washington. Also early this year, we saw Memphis get Justin Holiday from Chicago, who who in return got Marshawn Brooks, Wayne Sheldon, 2019-2020 second round pick. We discussed that already. We discussed Houston already doing a doing a trade with Melo, and that trade really was just to get some guy named Tadajee Badaji. I'm sorry for butchering your name, B. I know that was rude of me. Chicago gets the the draft rights to John Debler. But also we see Houston get also we see Houston get a future second round pick from Chicago for Marcus Carter Williams and some cash. Cleveland seems to be clearing house, which which I thought was funny to see Cleveland clear house. All right, like get rid of Kyle Culver, get rid of, get rid of um 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 what's his name um Rodney Hood. But for some reason, I still see J.R. Smith, I still see Tristan Thompson, I still see a bunch of people on that team that I thought that, hey, where are all the draft capital? that Cleveland should have. Apparently Cleveland doesn't have as much draft capital that we thought they had. So Portland gets Rodney Hood from Cleveland, and Cleveland gets Wade Baldwin, Nick Starkis, 21, uh a uh, uh, 2021 and a 2023 second-round pick. So Cleveland is still going to do those little things that you can see that's gonna start helping them rebuild. I already told you earlier that they already traded away Kyle Culver um, to get back some stuff. Doing the little things to start building around their young guard Sexton. Detroit makes a makes a makes a move to get to get somebody for Reggie, you know, and, and get rid of Reggie Bullock. That's one of those trades that you like. Wait, who is Vraslav Makalik? and who is Reggie Bullock? Doesn't matter. The Clippers and the Clippers, sorry, not the Clippers, but the L.A. Lakers and Detroit made that, trade. Now, I know this isn't the L.A. Lakers trade that we all thought was going to happen. I know this isn't the Super Thug trade that we all thought was going to happen with Anthony Davis and the L.A. Lakers. Well, for one reason, you know what? At first, New Orleans Pelicans kind of shut their door on the L.A. Lakers. And they were like, you know what? You are not talking big enough because look what just went down. For a big men that I find very similar to Anthony Davis, if when you're comparing them in the first four years of their career. So we see the Lakers out here just trying to make some moves, some conjunctions to try to free up some spots. So, and that first offer to New Orleans Pelicans, I wasn't quite very appealing. It kept on having guys like Rondo and Beasley in it, maybe one young player in a draft pick. The second, the second time around, they came. I thought they came correct. They offered every single young talent you could imagine. They offered Alonzo Ball. They offered Kyle Kuzma. They offered Ingram. They offered a couple of first-round picks. And the only Pelicans still said hell to the fuck no. You could take that shit and shove it up your ass. We got nothing to do with you. So things keep on playing out. You see Detroit. we oh, see Detroit up again as they get Thon Maker from Milwaukee for Stanley Johnson. As we see Milwaukee once and again starting to add little little pieces onto their team to help make themselves better. How are they making themselves better? Milwaukee. Milwaukee is the first team to forty wins this season, as they just came off a victory against Washington, as we already know that Washington has absolutely nothing to play for. we seen Miami and Phoenix do a trade that sent Ryan Anderson to Miami for Tyler Johnson and Wayne Ellington. Again, Miami just doing the little things, Miami and a bunch of people doing the, doing the little things possible, not only to get talent, but to also to help free up some space. Because once again, I don't know what's going on in Miami, but, but I am happy that you do see guys like Tyler Johnson and Wayne Ellington finally get out of Miami. because. You know, maybe those guys will get some burn in Phoenix because they, they didn't have any 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 room for them in Miami. And I didn't say, and I, and I can't say, not any. They were trying to. It was a finding. It was a hard time trying to find minutes for these guys. Well, you had a lot of interchangeable guys: Tyler Johnson, Wayne Ellington, um 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 um, who's who's the young 6'3 3 guard that they had down there? Is it something Johnson? Is it another is it another Johnson? No, no, it's not Tyler Johnson. But you So. They've had a lot of interchangeable 6'3", 6'5", guys. that kind of did the same exact thing. And he really couldn't find minutes for all of those people, for everybody there. And now you're starting to see them free up some players. Now, probably the big trade that happened so far. The big, big trade that happened so far that first shook up the world between last night and today and that was the L.A. Clippers trading away Tobias Harris. The L.A. Clippers traded away Tobias Harris. Why is that odd, you think? Well, for one, the L.A. Clippers were at one point in time the number one team in the East, I mean in the West. And and listen, I, and I could be mistaken. Like, I'm, I'm not saying I have the very best memory in the world. I mean, the Clippers right now have been holding on the number eight spot for some time now. But we're talking about a Clippers team that at one point in time they were the number one team in the West. Now, this was back when they were 16 and what, seven? All right, so we're talking about 23 games into, into the season at that point in time. Fast forward about another 23 games later, a little bit more than that, we'll come to like 52 games for the season. But fast forward another 23 plus games later, and the LA Clippers are 30 and 25, but they are still the best team in LA. And yet you find them giving away assets, trading away players, clearing up space because you know what is still out there? You know what is still lingering out there? We'll talk about what's lingering and dingling and dangling when we come back from these commercial bricks not just any bricks but these commercial bricks you know you like them so take them take them how you want them they didn't join this team to win championships or become famous they joined because there is important work to be done and only some able to do it they are brighter better educated led and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world, and they can respond. "I." Became a soldier. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, the one and only talent Omar Taylor. <sighs> I do get a little short of breath still these days. I am realizing that. And like I said, I didn't know I didn't know how I was gonna be when it comes to my breath. Until I did this podcast, because you know my this podcast leaves me very long-winded, and I do some long-winded stuff. I talk very fast. I take very short breaths. Maybe that's part of the maybe that's part of the strain that's been on my heart as well. So, I do appreciate you listening. If you're listening, if you're listening on one of the many platforms that I have, the number one platform I would prefer you listen to is directly at the podcast, MyTSports.net. MyTSports.net. But if you can't listen to it, then hopefully you can listen on Mixer and or on TuneIn Radio. Live, every Wednesday night, 8.07, unless I'm in the hospital or recovering from heart issues. So, the LA Clippers. The LA Clippers, earlier this season, were at 16-7. Number one in the West. right? But now, they find themselves the 8th seed in the West. Still the best team in LA. Which they've consistently been all season. But now what happens is that they get the opportunity to free themselves up for two max contracts. And these max contracts are basically all revolved around possibly getting Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard. Kyrie Irving, and I want to say those are the three big named free agents that gotta be on the block. The 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 Clay Thompsons is Mama calling Clay? I'ma call him Clay. I don't believe leaves Golden State. Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson. If I mean put it this way, he's like he's not in California, right? (laughs) And being a little away from home is always. People say like, listen, sometimes it's great to be home. Sometimes it's not great to be home. He looks like the kind of guy that benefits from going back home a lot more than he'll benefit from being home the all time, or the whole entire time. As you've seen, Giannis put up damn near a game on a season high tonight against Washington. As this team damn near put up 150 points. So we see the LA Clippers freeing up room, And the LA Clippers get rid of a guy named Tobias Harris. And, listen... Tobias Harris has worked himself up into what, what has been considered all-star consideration. Tobias Harris has. And this is big for Tobias Harris because I don't know how many of you guys are video gamers as much as you are game watchers. But in the, in 2K, Tobias Harris was was fully upset. So here we go. Breaking news, breaking news. So the Dallas Mavericks make a trade with the Memphis Grizzlies and Sorry, the Sacramento Kings that will send Harrison Barnes over to Sacramento for Zach Randolph and crap, I just missed the last name. But it's, it's moves like that that you see Sacramento, that you see Sacramento making. Very slight moves. Just keep getting better. Listen, Sacramento. Sacramento is trying to be, is not trying to be one of two teams left out from this whole California swing that's going on. California has a lot of teams in there. California has the LA Lakers, the LA Clippers, the Golden State Warriors, and the Sacramento Kings. Right? We all know who plays on Golden State. We all know who plays in LA. The teams that we don't know about are who's really playing for Sacramento. And who's really playing for the L.A. Clippers? <laughs> so, Sacramento Kings, if they keep improving, they do what they do, they can very easily be... Ooh... Okay, I thought Stephen Curry just kind of fell him, and it looked like he blew out his Achilles or busted a hamstring. But he stepped on somebody's foot and lost his footing, going to the rim, and he didn't get called. He didn't get the foul call. Basically, it just cost him a turnover. Stephen Curry in 15 minutes has only four points. He's one for six shooting. <sighs> I know this is this is this is a rough day for me. This is my first day back. I'm taking it kind of easy. So the L.A. Clippers, who have gone out from first to eighth, makes the kind of changes. And and it makes the kind of changes that that makes you scratch your head like, wait, wait a minute. Are you guys not trying to make the playoffs? Because in the eighth seed, in the ninth seed, and in the tenth seed are all all California. It's all California. We're talking about eighth seed, L.A. Clippers. Ninth seed, Sacramento Kings. Tenth seed, L.A. Lakers. Yes, folks. 30 and 25 LA Clippers, 28 and 25 LA, on the Sacramento Kings, 27 and 27 LA Lakers. And I'm not gonna lie to you, this may be the, I can't remember the last time outside of his rookie season that we have seen a, a LeBron James led team that's had a record this bad so late into the season as Stephen Curry just makes the second shot finally. And of course it's a three pointer. Tobias Harris worked himself up to an all-star caliber player, enough so that the LA Clippers were able to get a to get a to get a a, a a King's ransom for him, and 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 this is probably the same reason why you hear in teams like New Orleans saying like, "Wait a minute, I want more, I want more," and what you are offering, if guys like Tobias Harris. Bo Bon Morjanovic and Mike Scott Can basically come out here and get Wilson Chandler, Mike Muscala, Larry Summit, an unprotected 2020 pick, a 2020 pick in the first round. A 2021 first round pick from Miami. So that's two first round picks you got for Tobias Harris, essentially. And, and a 2021, a 2023 second round pick from Detroit. That's four draft picks, loading up on assets. That's four draft picks. Two in the first and two in the second. And you actually got a few serviceable players, but like we said, they're not the only ones. They're not the only ones that's, that's doing this. I already told you what happened with Washington and Chicago. Otto Porter Jr. Otto Porter Jr. You managed to get Bobby Portis, Jabari Parker, and a second-round pick for Otto Porter Jr. So if you're new on the Pelicans, you really are out here saying, I. I want more because what you're offering isn't cutting it. What you're offering isn't respectable. What you're offering, everybody is getting And this is supposed to be who everybody is considering the next big thing in the NBA, right? The the, the super next big thing in the NBA. That's what they're considering. That That is what they're considering. Anthony Davis to be, but yet we don't see the L.A. Lakers offering any bit more than what ooh. You don't see them offering any bit more than what Washington is offering Chicago, what the Clippers are, are giving up to Philly, Philly, and once again trying to add more players. Let's, so let's not let's not skip over that. Ben Simmons. Joel Embiid, Jimmy Butler, and now Tobias Harris to still go along with J.J. Reddick. Ben Simmons gets to fully run point now, if he wants to. And you have Tobias Harris. Here <laughs> they I'm not going to go over this again. But you have these players, Tobias Harris, Jimmy Butler, and Joel Embiid, and J.J. Reddick out there at any point in time. And guess what? All of them can hit a three-point shot. The only person on that lineup I said that can't hit a three-point shot is the guy that's to run point, point, that's Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons is running point the way that Giannis kind of runs point. I think Giannis is doing a way better job than Ben Simmons. But he's in that category. Lengthy. Long. Athletic. Six foot ten and above You understand but I know That you guys Didn't come here To hear about Otis Porter Jr. And Tobias Harris No 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 I know that's not What you came here To listen to What you wanted To hear about Is the trade That Dallas made Not the one That we just told you about That sent Harrison Barnes To Sacramento no, 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 no. We're talking about the one that actually started. Or was going to help continue. The international sensation draw. Sensational draw. that The Dallas Mavericks have had. First from Germany. Now with Luka Doncic. Doncic. Wherever he's from. To... Their newest acquired talent. Now, I told you guys a little bit earlier that I've been finding new ways to reserve my energy. I've also had to find new ways to reserve my energy in almost everything, including this podcast. And I told you there was a little well that I've been building up, like Sakura. And when I've released this chi upon you, Oh, chichi man. Sorry, you shouldn't say that. My apologies for the people that understood that that I may have offended. <laughs> now you're going to look it up to see how that could be offended. Go on. Go on, go look it up. Because there was a trade that really shook the NBA. And it's probably this trade on Wild and New Orleans Pelicans has not made a move yet will tell you what that trade is when we come back from these commercial breaks. Come on down to XF Martial Arts where you'll be able to take part in learning all the this. Come on down to XF Martial Arts, where you'll be able to take part in learning all the disciplines you need to be an extreme freestyle martial arts machine. Whether it's taekwondo, karate, yoga, summer, spring, or fall, XF Martial Arts has it all. For more information, class times, and dates, so don't wait. Go to XFMartialArts.com and reserve your spot today. That's XF Martial Arts, located at 2875 South Congress Avenue, Suite D, Del Rey Beach, Florida, 33445. Or call 57. 5- Six one two seven six one seven seven four, and ask to speak with Sensei Cohen to reserve your free trial week. Just tell them Mighty Sports Center, XF Martial Arts, where fun and discipline are one. Yeah, and listen about that deal that they having. You need to hurry up and get down there. That deal is not gonna last forever. Hey, trust me, I know about some things that I end up working. And if you want to get down to XF Martial Arts and get yourself some lessons, then you may want to do it pretty soon. I'm telling you, this deal is probably only going to last another two more months before things change. Also, the same thing is going on with Multivest Video Games. Folks, Multivest Video Games, XF Martial Arts, are going to go through some major changes soon. Take advantage of this promotional code. Talent sent you, (laughs) go down there, get yourself some games, get yourself some lessons, you know what I mean, tell them that Mighty Sports sent you, but take advantage of it soon, we're only talking about another 60 days, and everything else changes, everything changes, everything changes the way that everything has changed in the New York Knicks organization. What are you talking about? Well, we're still talking about trades here. Yeah, yeah. And yo, black time, bro. Bro, it's time. It's time, man. Alright, begin. Yeah. Straight out the fucking dungeons of rap. we fake niggas don't make it back. Now, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm kind of waiting to see. This is what I think it is. That's not supposed to be that, Oh, But man, yes. We're going to a New York state of mind, folks. We are definitely going to a New York state of mind. Now, I know you're saying like, wait a minute, this isn't a New York, but just bear with it. You'll catch it in a second. You don't know what this is all about. But New York Knicks made a trade. Oh, wow. More trades happening. Markeith Morris from the Washington Wizards gets traded for Wesley Johnson to the, from the Pelicans. Now, you have to say a lot of these trades that are going on, too, a lot of these things, are, a lot of these trades are to, op, are to open up salary cap because, like I said, this, since the LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Amaris Stoudemire, you know, Kamala Anthony time period, you understand? Until then, Until then, then, until that point, then we have we haven't had, we haven't had such a major draft uh, or free agent pool since then. And no, no, let's not forget. Okay, so I mentioned, I I mentioned, I mentioned Kyrie Irving. We mentioned Kevin Durant. We mentioned Kawhi Leonard. They're still. Kimber Walker, there's still Clay Thompson, like I just mentioned there's, there's Wesley Johnson, there's more Keith Morris. There are a lot of stars that are gonna be out on the mark. There's Demarcus Cousins. You understand that like, there's still tons of players out there that can be gotten. So to set themselves up to be in a position to get some of these players. We have the New York Knicks who, fought, who has traded away Christoph Porzingis. Yes, folks. The New York Knicks traded away Christoph Porzingis. Who did they trade him for, you say? Well, they didn't just trade away Christoph Porzingis, the guy that. They've been building their future around. The guy that's supposed to be the savior of this of, of this team. They, what, they, what, they, what they did is that they traded him away. They traded Tim Hardaway Jr. away. Courtney Lee and Trey Burke over to the Dallas Mavericks. And they traded all of them away. All of them away. For Dennis Smith Jr. Who... On the surface, we're all kind of like, you know what? We're really happy to have Dennis Smith Jr. Because we all wanted Dennis Smith Jr. Because when we drafted Franklin and Aquila, who by the way is still on the team, we could have had Dennis Smith Jr. to begin with. Once again, it's all about positioning and posturing. Getting rid of Tim Hardaway Jr. Because, hey. We needed to get from underneath his contract. And if you don't believe that Tim Hardaway Jr. is really going to be the guy for you to continue on with this team, or you don't like how his contract is, then you get rid of him. But the bad thing about it is that we traded him away to begin with. You understand the way that the the New York Knicks end up losing him to Atlanta just to have to re-sign him back with this bad contract? Tim Hardaway Jr. should have been ours to begin with. We should have signed him already to a favorable contract to be able to keep him based off what he's doing this year. Because you understand, if we would have signed him as a regular homegrown talent based off what he's doing right now, then we wouldn't have been overpaying for him. But based off the the fact that we had to send him to Atlanta, and now that we're bringing him back, we were overpaying for Tim Hardaway Jr., and now we have to get rid of his bad contract. Now, granted, we found somebody that's willing to get rid of him, that's willing to take him in the Dallas Mavericks. Hey, send him. He gets a trade kicker, which means that he gets paid a little bit extra money from the team that, you know, when he gets traded. Courtney Lee was a veteran player that was that we just kind of wanted to come off the books. He's basically interchangeable with Wesley Matthews. 100% interchangeable with Wesley Matthews. Trey Burke is a young talent that worked himself into being a tradable commodity. And a team like Dallas, and a team that has depth, he will be a great piece off the bench to help. So if you're Dallas, I, I, if you're Dallas, I feel happy for Dallas. You get a veteran, Courtney Lee, that you're probably not going to keep. But if you want him, he's a great locker room guy. He's somebody that, that can really help shape and nurture that locker room. And just kind of blend in. Doesn't ruffle any feathers. Just kind of does his job. 3 and D guy. Trey Burke, what Elk had to that death. I already told you what Tim Hardaway Jr. But, Christoph Porzingis, when Christoph Porzingis comes back, him with Luka Doncic, like, that is going to be something to see. Like, him with Luka, put it this way. Luka at six foot nine, with the way that he handles the ball, is the exact kind of player or playmaker that Christoph Porzingis has always needed if he was going to be in New York. Granted, we didn't have that before he got there. And we didn't get that once he got there. And maybe that's the reason why Christoph Porzingis... Cut the music. Maybe this is the reason why Christoph Porzingis had the audacity to walk into New York Knicks management and say... I think I want to trade. I don't like the direction that this team is going in. Now, that's one part. Before I attack, also before, because if I go in, not only that, but your brother, your brother comes in and your brother says, hey, I want a piece of this New York organization. I, I want myself a front office position. I want to secure myself here in New York. Who the fuck do you think you are? Tingus Pingus! And your goddamn brother, Youngest Pingus? Who the fuck do you guys think you are? So let's backtrack here, right? So let me say something. If Christoph Porzingis wants out of New York because he doesn't like the direction that the team is going in, fuck him. You hear me, B? Fuck him. Fuck him in his ear. Fuck him in his ass. Fuck him in his nose. Fuck him in any goddamn office that has a fucking hole in it. Fuck him. Tingus, Pingus, the fucking nerve of this fucker. This fucking seven free lanky. Yo, my fucking knees hurt. My fucking back hurt. On my fucking neck and my fucking back. Like this fucking seven foot giraffe cocksucker. THIS MOTHERFUCKER that I have the nerve so I'm trying to figure out the equivalent that I can give you here to make you guys understand of how this is playing out a guy in his third year in the league maybe fourth and, and you know what? perfect example Let's say before Joel Embiid... no, because he played some games. I ain't going to use Joel Embiid. But I don't want to use Joel Embiid. Let's say before Joel Embiid played a game for Philly. Just one game for Philly. Knowing that Philadelphia was going through the process. And what this process entailed. And then came out and said, you know what? I don't like the direction this team is going in. I think I want out of here. And... You know what? If you guys really want to keep me, then you need to give my brother a position in this, in this, in this organization, and 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 have him have some equity here. The city of brotherly love will give him a brotherly beatdown. Like we've seen the kind of we have seen the kind of embracement or the the kind of humility that Joel Embiid or appreciation Joel Embiid takes for being able to go through this process, to be called the process, to allow himself to get healthy, to, to be able to play this game. Christoph brazing has been hurt since last year. Since, since the middle of last year. Doesn't like the direction of the team. Part of the direction of the team is because your big ass can't stay healthy. Yeah, he doesn't like the direction of the team. The direction of the team is a direct correlation To your absence from the team. Yet you don't like the direction of the team. How about you play a fucking game? How about we actually see you on the goddamn court. To be able to put pieces around you that we can actually see you with. So we can get an evaluation of the kind of talent we have around you and what you are, and and, and the direction we need to continue with. Doesn't like the fucking direction of this fucking team. Every single body in the world loves the direction of this team. The Knicks are playing hard most nights. Granted, they're a young squad. They're losing a couple of games. But everybody realizes that that the Knicks aren't trying to win games. They have the worst record in the league. The Knicks are, are, are trying to get Zion. So... He doesn't like the direction of the team. So you know what? <laughs> Fuck him. Let him go. And you know what? In in a weird way, that kind of works in our favor. We finally get the point guard that we want that we've been needed to get. Granted, we could have drafted to the point guard that we needed to get, but we finally get the point guard that we needed to get. And honestly, I think we still also kind of believe in in Frank need a killer enough that we can say that, you know what, Frank? You're a bona fide number two off the bench. You're a bona fide bench point guard. You know the system. You can come in and you can you you can come in, you can help, you can run it. We we understand we understand your talent, your capabilities and your limitations. You know what I mean? Like you're not even quite Iman Shumpert yet. So we're going to bring you in with the second unit. Iman Shumpert. Iman Shumpert goes to Houston. By the way, I mentioned that as a next player next tape. Iman Shumpert goes to Houston. Who just fell down? Kevin Durant. He gets back up. He's alright. We should officially going into some overtime today. As we always kind of do, don't we? So the New York Knicks. For Christoph Porzingis, David Lee, Tim Hardaway Jr., and Trey Burke. They get back Wesley Matthews and DeAndre Jordan. I bring up those two first because those are probably going to be the two guys that You'll probably see gone next year. Those are two expiring contracts, and you need those contracts off your books if you're gonna be if you're gonna put yourself in position to add two more top level players to this Knicks team. And I say top level players to this Knicks team because a top three to this because everybody keeps saying Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, but if you're a Knicks fan. You kind of expect Tobias Harris and Kimber Walker. It's the, it's the truth. Like you'll be lucky to get Kimber Walker and Kawhi Leonard, but we know Kawhi isn't coming to New York. So DeAndre Jordan, Wesley Matthews, they'll get burned this season because we just lost we just lost three other players, right? So, the, the minutes have to give, have to go somewhere. Tim Hardaway Jr. was getting heavy minutes. Trey Burke was giving heavy minutes. So, that automatically means that Wesley Matthews is going to get some minutes. And if we're not playing, if we're already not playing Enos Cantor because of one thing and one thing only, I mean, not only do we not want to win games, obviously, but his defense highly lacks. Granted, we love his offense, but his defense highly lacks. DeAndre Jordan can get you, I can't, I'm not going to say he's gonna, he can do what Enos Kanter could do on the offensive end. But from a defensive standpoint, he gives you more than Enos Kanter. He can catch the ball over the top. He, he's more, he's a little bit more, he's, DeAndre Jordan is more built for an over the rim pick and roll situation. Where Enos Kanter is more built for an under the rim pick and roll situation. Just pick your poison. Athleticism versus skill. I think Frank. I, I think Enes Kanter is way more skilled than DeAndre Jordan, but at that position, his athleticism makes him a, makes him a slightly better asset than does Enes Cantor. So we'll see a lot of a lot of DeAndre Jordan more than we'll see Enos Kanter. Now, this is the fun part for the Knicks fans, really. So you get your point guard. You have your young guy in Knox that you'll build around. And so now you have your point guard, you have a small forward. You'll you'll add in pieces here and there. You know, centers, shooting guns, whomsoever. Right? And once again, if you get Kyrie Irving, if you get Kevin Durant, then Dennis Smith Jr. easily moves over to the sh- to the small to the shooting guard position. Easily. We're gonna do that. We're gonna have two playmakers we're gonna have two ball handers and two playmakers on the court. Cause you add in Kevin Durant, you put in Knox, and then you add in whatever Zion, whatever draft pick, and the draft picks is what makes things kind of sexy, because they got two future first round draft picks from the Dallas Mavericks, two future draft picks from the Dallas Mavericks. So, let's say the Knicks are still and 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 granted, you probably don't expect them to be bad next year if they get the two stars that they're going to. The Knicks are that is. So that means their draft pick is going to be kind of assy. But if Porzingis comes back next year, and you have Luka Doncic, Luka Doncic with Christoph Porzingis and whatever you add around Dallas, I don't see Dallas's draft pick being that high either. So really what it means is that the Knicks are just building up assets. So basically, they're just trying to say, you know what, you can't be in this game of talent if you don't are not in a position to keep getting young talent and that's what they did they got two future first round picks so it's not going to be the pick in, in 2019 it's going to be the pick in 2020 and 2022 as you guys already know you can't give up two. you can't give up picks in back to back years so we're starting with the 20 pick and it's only the 22 pick the knicks are now in a very 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 good position Very odd position, but still a very good position where you're saying to yourself if you're a Knicks fan and you're starting a, and you're still, and you're fully, and listen, you have to understand if you're a Knicks fan and you're really are still fully starting a rebuilding process. This is how the rebuilding process looks. See, now, what has had me upset this whole entire time about this whole Knicks trade is what I've kept on trying to downplay this whole entire time is the free agency part of it. The free agency part of it keeps, telling, keeps promising the Knicks that, oh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant is going to come. But we know the Knicks. The Knicks don't get Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. The Knicks get Kimba Walker. So when you can hear about, oh, the Knicks are going to get a New Yorker that we're going to get a New Yorker, you know, a, a, na- a native that wants to play here from, from the, at the point guard position, it's not going to be Kyrie, it's probably going to be Kimber. When we hear we're going to get one of the least small fours in the league, it's probably going to be Tobias Harris. It's going to be one of those guys, unfortunately, because that's not the Knicks role. And and I'm saying this and I'm downplaying it because I don't want, I'm not going to give my hopes up. But what I am happy for is that, like I said, one of those years, the Knicks are going to have two first-round picks. I don't care where they're coming from. The Knicks are going to have two first-round picks. Do you know what two first-round picks in one draft means? It means that you could possibly move up in a draft to get real talent. So let's say in 2020, you know what? Dallas is doing well. The Knicks are doing well, and I mean well that they're both of them are in the playoffs, right? So that means that your pick is going to be a a bottom sixteen pick, right? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm just watching the ball movement from <laughs> from Golden State. Stephen Curry took that ball off on um, ball off in the wing. He drives to the lane. He kicks it out to. He kicks it out to his mama, calling him Clay. I'm gonna call him Clay, who then kicks it out to DeMarc, um, who's basically winning on the, the three point line. And Clay swings that ball over to DeMarc, cousin at the three point line, who takes two dribbles in and kicks it back out to Clay, who kicks it to Stephen Curry, who does a pump fake to let the guy fly by him. He takes two steps over Splash City for a three pointer. They play defense on the other end, and then Kevin Durant gets an easy dunk. And now you see another steal and another turnover by San Antonio. And they get it off to Kevin Durant. He pumps fakes at the three-point line, takes two steps, and it is a dunk. And the Golden State Warriors are officially up by 20 in the third quarter with seven minutes and 58 seconds left. Yes, the Golden State State Warriors arena is rocking right about now. So if you're if you're the New York Knicks or you're New York Knicks fans, that's that's what you're looking at. That's what you that's what you should be looking at. I don't care about the free agents that's coming out. The free agents will see who they are. I'll be excited for free agents when we get the right free agent there. But when I see that in 2020, we get two first-round picks because the Knicks are going to have one, and we'll be getting one from Dallas. Or in 2022, we'll have opportunity to get two first-round picks because we'll have ours in Dallas. What that means in both those years is that we have the opportunity to move up. And if we do – let's if we don't have the players that we need by 2020 – that means we we'll would have, be moving up to hopefully get a player that we need in a, in a, in a hopefully heavy draft. But if we still shouldn't be bad by 2022. That definitely becomes an asset. And listen, we see what can happen when a good team gets a high draft pick for possibly one year. Miami Heat got Dwayne Wade. Miami Heat got Michael Beasley. It's, it's, it's a little thing. Um, who was it? Um, San Antonio gets Tim Duncan. You know, you understand? Like, so, you can have one bad season in, in the course of a rebuild and still really get... Re- Boston. That's really what I was looking for. Boston got... Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown. So, if they can do stuff like that while still adding on to this already talented team, then this is one of those few times I feel like the Knicks are in a position to put themselves to look up. As long as they don't do stupid things like, hey, let's go ahead and trade this 2020 two pick for some no-name guy. You know? Like, unless they start packaging them off like that, then I feel like the Knicks are going to be in a really good, good position. Moving on from the mix and their position is basically, and like I said, Oh, I should've said, like, oh, basically moving on from the whole trade talk is because remember what I told you in the, be- in the beginning, the trade now comes before the All-Star break, right? An All-Star break that that are going to see a lot of players from New York in there. I, I see a lot, huh? Yeah. I mean, not as many as probably Philly. Or probably, I should've said, not. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, so the Knicks are going to have a couple of players in there. Probably just as much as Philly. Just as much as Golden State, but also, ironically, just as much as Atlanta. You understand? Because you're talking about just as much as Philly. Did I say Philly? So Golden State, Philly, and Atlanta. Those teams are, are going to be teams that have a lot of players in there. So for the three-point contest that's coming up, you have Devin Booker, Danny Green, Steph and Seth Curry, Curry, <clears throat> Joe Harris, Buddy Hield, Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton, Kemba Walker, Dirk, and Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki, Dirk Nowitzki is getting some massive love in what may be his very last season in the NBA. In the dunk contest, you get Bridges, Collins, DeLo, Dennis Smith Jr. Next player. In the skills challenge, you're gonna get Jason Tatum, Trey Young, Luka Doncic, Michael Conley. Kyle Kuzma, Deandre Fox. And for the first time ever that I could ever remember that we have two Nikolas in one All-Star game. So we have Nikola Jok- um, Jokic and Nikola Vucevic. Let's the skills challenge. And then moving on to the actual games, the actual games games. We're gonna have the world team versus the USA team. And on the world team, we're going to have Bogdan Bognatovich from Sacramento. De- um, Dillian Brooks from Memphis. Joel Embiid from Philly. <clears throat> Buddy Hill from Sacramento. Laurie marketing from Chicago. Look who lasted. Look who lasted. Mr. Portis. Mr. Bobby Portis. You get Jamal Murray from Denver. Frank Nita Keenler from New York. We have Sabonis. We have Sarik. Dario Sarek from Philly, and Ben Simmons from Philly as well. I told you, Philly is represented well here. As we were you know, going to say, it's going to be represented well here. New York has been represented well here. Atlanta is going to be represented well here. As we get Jalen Brown from Boston in the USA team. John Collins from Atlanta. Chris Dunn from Chicago, another guy from Chicago. We got Deion, we got De'Aaron Fox from Sacramento, another guy from Sacramento. As I already told you, Bonaba Bonadovich from Sacramento is in this, is in the All Star Weekend. Buddy Hill from from Sacramento is in the All Star Weekend. There are some players that are out here. You're gonna see them. Believe it or not, the LA Lakers get represented get represented pretty well in this in this All Star game. I already told you that we're gonna see um 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 in the skill contest. We're gonna see Kyle Kuzma. Well, in the Rising Star contest we're gonna get the chance to see um um on um, Brandon Ingram and Kuzma we know that LeBron James is going to be there we got Donovan Mitchell from Utah we're gonna play in this game. We get Toreen Prince from Atlanta. We get Dennis Smith Jr. from New York. Jason Tatum from Boston. And Kevin Knox from New York. That's like in New York, New York gets some good representation here. We get three players in out out of this. Sacramento got, got at least three players. We saw the LA Lakers with with about three players. We're gonna see Golden State Warriors with about three players. All Star game comes out. In the All Star game, as we finally get to see as we finally And so you finally get a chance to see who these players pick. Because the first time we were doing, we're going with this, or the second year, they're going with this schoolyard kind of challenge, right? And in this schoolyard kind of challenge, basically, you're going to take the All-Stars, right? And you are going to have them all lined up, and you're going to pick your team. And basically, you're going to have two captains, and these two captains are going to pick other people's property or other people's players. OPP is what I call it. Other people's players. <laughs> so enough as a captain for the West. We have Giannis Antetokounmpo. The captain, I'm sorry, the captain for the East is Giannis Antetokounmpo. And the captain for the West is going to be LeBron James. He took over Stephen Curry's spot. And like I said, eh, 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 Nobody really cares. But we already, we, already, we already heard what Giannis said. Giannis said for the very first shot, he's going to... For the very first pick, he is 100% picking up Stephen Curry. So let's go with the All Stars, right? So, so for the All Star starters, we have Giannis and LeBron. Those are the two captains, and they're gonna be and and the first set of people, first set of interviews they're gonna get, to be able to pick from is gonna be Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, Paul George, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, and Kimball Walker. See, Kemba Walker makes it there. All right. All right. All right. All right. So Giannis and LeBron are gonna get an opportunity to pick other people's players, and if Giannis does have the first overall pick, like he said, like like as, as he will do, then yeah, he's gonna pick Stephen Curry, and then what happens next is that LeBron James is gonna pick the next two players, which means that he'll probably end up picking Kyrie Irving, and if he's smart, he picks up Kevin Durant, right? He he quickly separates Curry and Durant, and then let the rest happen from there. James Harden, Embiid, Paul George, Kevin Walker, nobody cares, seriously. Like after Curry (laughs) and Durant go, like, do you guys and and Kyrie Irving, I uh, and James Harden maybe, maybe James Harden. But for me, it's for me the three top players that I'm interested to see where they go. Is going to be. Is going to be where Kevin Durant. James Harden, and Stephen Curry go, and Kyrie Irving, like Joel Embiid, B, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Kimba Walker. Listen, I love you guys. Trust me, I know, and I, and I really do. Mean like, I love like. Listen, Paul George, love what he's doing this year. Joel Embiid, like, I love what he, I love what he's been doing. I, I think I, I think that James Harden is kind of fluky. So I I'd rather see a lot of other players go ahead of him. But he is what he is. Kimber Walker, I mean, we know what you are. Ka, um, Kawhi Leonard, we know what you are. For the reserves of other people's players. We get Lamarcus Aldridge, Bradley Briel, Anthony Davis, Blake Griffin, Nicola Jokic, Damian Lillard, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Dirk Nowitzki, D'Angelo Russell, Ben Simmons, Chris um um is mama him clay, I'm gonna call him Clay Thompson, Cole Anthony Towns, Nicola Vujovic, and Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade and obviously Dirk Nowitzki are in the veterans, are getting the veteran holes. But you know what? I like that. I like that how the last, I like the last pick of the NBA, of the NBA All-Star game, going to, like being almost like, giving it to, to lifetime achievement, like a lifetime achievement award for great players that are stepping away. I actually do enjoy that. This may be one of the few times that I'm not going to be upset about it. Now, I did get some news earlier about a possible play again his jersey retired and while it makes me debate as soon as I saw it it makes me debate a couple a bunch of things Did, did he really deserve having his number retired in this arena and if he's gonna get his number retired in this arena does he get his number retired in another arena and also, does he make the Hall of Fame? The guy I'm talking about is Chris Bosch. It was it was mentioned earlier this week that Chris Bosch, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but Chris Bosch is gonna get his number retired retired by the Miami Heat. And it made me wonder Did Chris Bosch really do enough for the Miami Heat to get his, to earn his jersey retired? Then I heard that like he's number five, he's number fifth all time in scoring for the Heat. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Well, that could be Toronto. Who knows? I doubt he did that in four years in, in Miami. So it's probably Toronto. I could see Toronto possibly retiring his jersey. Maybe he did consistently try to you know, and I, I, I say consistently like help put him into the playoffs. How? Whether it be like in the six seed, seven seed, or eight seed, but he was consistently bringing him there sololy. What I don't get is Miami possibly retiring his jersey, and then that makes me wonder. Damn it, if he's gonna get his jersey retired in Miami, does that mean that he also goes into the Hall of Fame? And while there's a big part of me that says no, there's an other side of me that says, well, if I can sit here and say that Camilla Anthony is going to get into the basketball Hall of Fame and I think that he deserves to be in the basketball Hall of Fame. And I can and I know that part of me saying that is is my bias towards you know Camilla Anthony in a positive way. I also know that the reason why I'm not I'm saying it against Chris Bosh is my bias towards him as a heat player but also not really that big a fan of him when he was in Toronto. I always thought he was a little too whiny and complaining about not wanting to play the five position. Which he ultimately ended up being in. So, I look at him and I'm like, you know what? Maybe Chris Bosch does get into the Hall of Fame. Because, you know what? His... Gold medal accolades are probably up there just along with Melo's. I don't know where he compares when it comes to Melo when it comes to scoring. And when it comes to those first couple of years in the the league, we're talking about before the switch, before both guys switched over the team, Camilla Anthony was way more successful with Denver than Chris Bosh was with Toronto. I just seen Steph Curry hit another three. As Golden State now is blowing out San Antonio, 110 to 81. We are talking about an almost 30-point game, and this right here is going to make oh yeah, this right here is going to make it 31-point game, and we still have a whole quarter left. Jesus, please us. That that's gonna be the That's gonna be the tough thing to overcome. This is where things that's that's where things start. Oof. Oof 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 oof. And things start to get iffy. So the NBA season now, like I said, we're gonna have that whole entire we gonna have the whole entire all-star weekend coming around. So after this week, you even going to hear from me. I should say you're not going to hear it from me, but next week is going to be heavy All-Star. The last game of this week is going to be on Friday, and then after that, all we have is All-Star games. You're going to hear me talk a little bit about the next a little bit more. I'm a little bit more about Brooklyn. We're going to see what, what comes up. We didn't even talk about NFL honors. Come, congratulations to Patrick Mahomes on winning MVP. Watch my girl, Recca Lobo, for the New York Liberty. As the NBA has their crossover, their crossover commentary. I so I, I really do find that difficult. I I, I find it difficult and it, and it's gonna be difficult. But yeah, Chris Bosch may be a Hall of Famer just based off what he's done in the Olympics, what he's done with his early stages in Toronto then Colonel State Wars in the third quarter, sixteen for seventeen. And five for six on three point range. <sighs> Chris Bosh may, may be a Hall of Famer. I mean, I don't I don't believe that he is one over Melo, but those two rings, you can't deny those two rings. If you're gonna get if you're gonna give Melo what you're gonna give Melo to get into the Hall of Fame, then. With two rings to add on to that, then you kinda have to give Chris Bosh it as well. And that's where the and that's where the numbers go in. And that, and that's where my I guess my, I have to turn the page on that. I already told you earlier already that the Milwaukee Bucks were the first team to win forty games this season. As they improved their record to forty and thirteen. Golden State Warriors are gonna are gonna come away with an easy win this um tonight and they're gonna prove to thirty eight and fifteen. We saw. We saw the Brooklyn Nets earlier today take out the Denver Nuggets. So, that's gonna hurt. That's gonna drop them down just a little bit as they're still trying to chase Golden State. The Toronto Raptors are sitting at a record of thirty nine and sixteen. Just a few games ahead of Golden State as well. And Boston, both Boston, Boston, Indiana surprisingly have a tie at thirty five and nineteen. Philly, is still, Philly, as we see, that as they make their moves and they're, and they're trying to improve, they're trying to get themselves at that number five spot at thirty at 34 and 20. And as I told you about Brooklyn Nets, Brooklyn Nets are sitting there already at 29 and 27. And then that's the last of the teams in the East that are above 500. The rest of the teams are under 500, like Charlotte, like Miami. And then I already told you, the New York Knicks are who only have 10 wins. Out on the West, the wild, wild West. <laughs> Colonel State Warriors, as I already told you, are sitting at 37 and 15 and they're gonna to improve to 38 and 15 unless something like catastrophic happens. Denver Nuggets already dropped their new one game, so they'd be 37 and 18. Oklahoma City Thunder sitting at third, 34 and 19. We have Portland at 32 and 21. As Portland continuously to, to, to Portland continues to stay in the playoffs, continues to stay anywhere in between that three to six spot through the last couple of years. And they continuously to go. They continuously go under the radar. You saw. We see Houston trying to get better, adding players like Iman Shumpert, adding more defense, adding more offense. Houston Rockets have a record of thirty four and, t- and twenty two. San Antonio Spurs are going to take a loss today. Have a record of thirty two and what is going to be twenty four. We see Utah with a record of thirty and twenty four. And as I told you about the Clippers earlier, I have a record of 30-25. and 25. Now, the LA Clippers made enough moves that makes you think that they do not want to be in the playoffs right now. And the Sacramento Kings have made enough moves that tells you that they may want to be in the playoffs right now. And LA Lakers are in a position that once LeBron comes back and starts playing at full blast, we know that he's technically, he's probably going to make the playoffs. So with a record of 30-25, and 25, the LA Clippers are probably going to fall out of the playoffs while the Sacramento Kings may make it to the playoffs, but they are going to be fighting off the LA Lakers who have a record of 27-27. and 27. What is going to be interesting to see now is if the Lakers stay at that number 8 spot, depending on I doubt which I doubt they will, and they play Golden State in the first round, what is that going to look like? That right there, oh my God. The ratings for that show, or for that matchup, is gonna be retarded. It's gonna be, it's gonna be off the chain. It's gonna break every freaking meter that you can ever imagine for a first round playoff game. Golden State Warriors, Stephen Curry, L.A. Lakers, LeBron James. That's gonna be the. That's that's gonna be one of the few must see TVs in the first round. With that said, we are done. Thank you for, again for listening to the show. This is the Mighty Sports Podcast. I've been your host, Alan My Taylor. And man, thank, I mean, thank you for everything. Once again, thank you, thank everybody for all their love, for all their condolences, for all their well wishes, like right, for, for all the positive energy, for all the prayers, for for ev- every piece of of positivity that has come my way. I thank you and don't forget that. And next time we talk, it's probably going to be Valentine's Day. So who knows if I'm going to be busy or if available. I may just be stroking. So again, just remember. Just remember. Just remember. I really, 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 really do love you. And don't forget to embrace what you love. And stay forever young. This is the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm Donato Martella. And we're officially out of here. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't okay. so together again. Lay down. Lay down. I always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out.